It's that time of year to make plans, and whether you've been at your job for many years or are just beginning, it's always helpful to keep in mind some ways that you can impress your boss and progress in your career path. In this episode, we're sharing our research on five different ways to help you stand out this year. Welcome to the 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast by Sanger Folkman. Each week, using research from over 1.5 million global assessments of leaders, we analyze different leadership traits, trends, and what it really takes for leaders to get to the 90th percentile. I'm Brianna Corin, and joining me today is renowned psychometrician and my father, Joe Folkman. I remember once hearing a story from an old colleague of yours who told me that way back in the day before Zanger Folkman, someone was assigned to manage you, and they had a bit of a hard time doing it. Is it true? I, I am probably the worst direct report ever. <laughs> you would, if you get me as a direct report, you should, well, it's tough, so that, yes, that's true. Really? Well, I did hear, to, to give you some, some break, that micromanagers aren't really anybody's cup of tea. So maybe you weren't fully the problem, <laughs> regardless. Uh, today we are going to talk um, not about how to drive your boss crazy, but how to bring them onto your side in 2022. Now, Joe has a little research about what really matters and it is not just about how fast you can work and not get anybody's hair. Well, it's true. And uh, as typical, I gathered data. <laughs> we have data on 9,288 individual contributors. And they were rated on both their performance and their effort in the job by their manager. Now, individual contributors were divided into two groups based on their performance rating, those above average and below average. Now, after all that, I was able to identify five competencies that will impress your boss. I want to go the extra mile for you, so I applied this experimental design in the analysis and randomly selected 50% of the individual contributors from the sample group and ran the same analysis. In both studies, the top five competencies were the same. Uh, this is an excellent finding based on an experimental design. Ah, oh, well, thank you for going the extra mile. <laughs> now, the way that you highlighted how these five particular competencies made the biggest difference was looking at how the above average performance of these five competencies impacted your overall performance ranking. And those individuals you found that had three of these competencies would move the performance ranking to the 50th percentile. But having three of the competencies at the 90th percentile would move your performance ranking to the 75th percentile. So in other words, doing three of these five extremely well would be the preferred path for impressing your boss. Right, so you don't need to be perfect. So let's talk about the first thing you can do to impress your boss. And the first thing is stretch yourself. Most people plan to do the work they're assigned to do and work reasonably hard. But if you really want to impress your boss, 
that's where you need to go above and beyond and stretch yourself to do something out of the ordinary. When your manager assigns you a pile of work with the expectation that it will be completed in a week, those who stretch themselves and complete the work in the first three days really have an impact. You know, I bet some people worry that if they stretch once, their manager is going to expect, you know, that level of performance every week. And like, who can keep up with that? But at the same time, never stretching yourself conceals from your manager what you can truly accomplish, right? Well, and it's inspiring. You know, I really appreciate that that is the first one that will make you, that will really impress your boss is stretching yourself. Realize that when you are willing to really stretch yourself and you have the courage and effort to do that, it'll be rewarded. It'll be seen. Most people feel a lot of times that they, they, they are, they couldn't do another thing. It's like, if, if you put one more thing on my plate, the whole thing will fall apart. And that it's more of a feeling than a reality. And if you can get past the feeling that it's okay to take on one more thing, that you're going to be okay, it'll help you to really be successful in your life. So the willingness to stretch, I think, is a critical issue for all of us. So second is to consistently deliver expected results. Many people assume that if they occasionally deliver expected results, that that will be good enough. But those who are consistently delivering results, they create a big difference in their manager's mind. There is a fascinating interview with the actor Will Smith, and he talks about being on a treadmill at a gym and when someone is next to him working out. Um, (laughs) Smith is so competitive that he says that he will die before getting off the treadmill first. (laughs) And while that seems like an overreaction, um, what would your manager think if he knew how far you would go to deliver your expected results? Um, When you're consistent about delivering results with no excuses, this can significantly impact how your boss perceives you. You know, when when your boss thinks it's a crapshoot that you'll actually come through (laughs) on on delivering results, that's not good. Mm -hmm. But when your boss is is saying, I know they're going to I know this is going to get done. That makes a real difference. So having the consistency there is great. The next thing, number three, is taking more initiative. Now, I was always fascinated when my daughter would bring their boyfriends over for Sunday dinner. You remember this, <laughs> Brie, right? Yes. Now, some would watch me clean up after dinner, but others would help. And your current husband helped a yeah, lot. Yeah, I married the one who helped. <laughs> he, well, it was really a good thing because he is a go-getter and he, he was a helper. Uh, those who take initiative to see a mess and clean it up, those who see and take care of a problem before it occurs, these actions get noticed. Now, when your boss must ask you to clean up a mess, you get no credit. Mm, yes. 
Oh, the art, the art of taking initiative. We will actually be doing a webinar this month on igniting your initiative. And there's some incredible research that Joe has done and Jack on how to do that and best practices and a great self-assessment. So be sure to register at the link in our episode notes. Next is solving a problem. It's interesting how long, we've talked about this before, people will put up with things that need fixing. A leaking tap, an efficient procedure, a process that could be automated, but it is still manual. There are a thousand things in every organization that need fixing, but the average person does the work inefficiently and then complains of how dumb it is. (laughs) Solve a difficult problem, fix something, and your name will always be associated with the new and improved solution. That's the best part. It is the best part. And you know, the other thing that happens when you solve a problem is you feel good about yourself. I mean, mm-hmm. you want to feel good about yourself, fix something. Uh, you actually want to feel bad about something, try to fix something and fail. <laughs> but anyway, I, I shouldn't have said that. But anyway, fix something that really helps your self-esteem and your confidence. What's number five? Set an example of high performance for others. It's always nice to have an employee who performs well, but what is better than an employee who acts well themselves, but the one who encourages others to also perform well? Often they do this by example when others are not looking. This is done because of their attitude, their encouragement, enthusiasm they bring to the work. Working alongside someone who hates their job and does the bare minimum is discouraging and draining, but working with an enthusiastic person who loves what they do is an enjoyable journey. Oh, absolutely. And hopefully this has provided you with some practical, actionable ways to set your performance apart from others and impress your boss in 2022. And just to repeat, you can stretch yourself, be consistent, take more initiative, notice and solve a problem, and set an example. And you don't need to do all five, right? Keep in mind, if you do three of these really well, it's going to have a significant impact. So do three. Keep in mind that these five behaviors were not dreamed up or imagined, but instead come out of scientific research that validates their impact. The 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast, was written and recorded by Brianna Korn and Joe Folkman and produced by Singer Folkman with music by Pleasant Pictures. If you're interested in learning more about Singer Folkman's award-winning 360-degree assessments, leadership, and coaching offerings, or would like to attend our monthly webinar series hosted by Jack Singer and Joe Folkman, visit our website at sangerfolkman.com. If you like our podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher and leave us a five-star review. All resources and links to the research referenced in this episode can be found in the episode details or on our podcast page on zangerfolkman.com.